Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, March the 20th as we head into the weekend. Obviously, it has been a Tough week, uh, one of the toughest that we have had, um, obviously, and, and we'll continue to, to be here to talk about um, you know what's going on and, and when the season will eventually start, if it will start, all, all that's happening and whatnot. But as we've you know tried to do over this week and over the last few days, especially trying to uh, provide a, a spot here um, for something that certainly in the grand scheme of things is frivolous, but, um, you know, talk a little baseball, which we love and to try and, um, provide an escape and an opportunity to, um, talk about something again, we love in, in a time that is, is so sad and so dark right now and so scary. So, um, again, I understand right now that for a lot of people, um, baseball, very low on the list of things that matter, but I know that if you're listening to this show and certainly for me, baseball, something that matters to me a lot and something that matters to you and something that, you know, hopefully we can um, enjoy talking about even in the darkest of times. So with it being Friday and heading into the weekend, I thought we'd have a little fun today if possible. And um, we talked about the Astros yesterday. We've talked about the state of the Phillies. We'll continue to do way more of that in the weeks to come as we won't have baseball games for a while as we know. But I thought today would be a fun day um, to kind of go through the league and talk about the best players at each position, the, the top player at each position heading into the season whenever it eventually happens. I know um, a lot of people are still doing their fantasy drafts. Some people have postponed them. I'm in multiple leagues. One, you know, decided to postpone. Another is is drafting uh, this weekend, you know. So I know that um, with that in mind, it's a, a fun time to kind of look at players, where they rank, and, and obviously not just for fantasy purposes, but defense and all that factored in as well. Just the best of the best right now as we as we stand in a you know a, a season that is um, in question at the moment but but right now just I figured Friday let's have a little fun and let's let's go around the diamond as they say and and try and look at who's the best who's the best at what they do right now in the sport and as we go through you'll see some positions there is a uh, a lot of great players and some positions less so so why don't we just dive into it let's have a little fun today let's talk a little baseball and the best of the best right now let's start. At the catcher position, and we'll go all the way around the dime and then get back to pitcher and, and relief pitcher. But um, I think, you know, the fun thing about the catcher position is the one spot in the sport where we could talk about a Philly is the best one. And there'll be one other Philly that comes up on the list. I'm, I'm guessing you can guess who, though. Probably not the best at his position at the moment, but certainly in the discussion. But at least for me, I, I think it's pretty inarguable that JT Romito is the best catcher in baseball. When you put together both the offensive and defensive side of things, he's the best. You know, I think Yasmani Grandel, probably the only other name that can even be mentioned here as far as a two-way player, but Romito, far and away the best defensive player at the most important defensive position in the sport, game calling, all that type of stuff. And then 
one of the best offensive catchers as well. So for me, this one's an easy one. It's the Philly we get to put on the list. And even if you weren't a Philly, I would say it. JT Romuto is the best catcher in baseball. And I feel incredibly confident saying that. It's exciting to have him here. And obviously, as as the this time before the season goes on, I'm sure we'll talk about his extension and some of the other longer-term issues facing the Phillies. And that's certainly one of them. But right now, you know, talking about the best of the best, let, let's start it with a Philly as we won't hear much more about them. But but today we're starting with a Philly. JT Romito, the best catcher in the sport. Moving on to first base, um, a little less clear here. I, I think there are a few names that pop out. You know, Pete Alonzo coming off that massive 50-plus homer season as a rookie is in the discussion. Anthony Rizzo, Paul Goldschmidt getting a little older should be mentioned. But I think for me, as much as I hate to say it, you know, it's a, a rival, but I, I think if we're talking about the best first baseman in baseball right now, I think it's Freddie Freeman. And I think Freddie Freeman, when you put it all together, offensively, defensively, uh, the best first baseman in the sport, a solid defensive player, but just an outstanding offensive player. Multiple years now of just putting up ridiculous numbers and the consistency, the bat ability, the ability to, you know, hit for a high average while also supplying power. Um, I hate to say it. But I think the best first baseman in baseball right now is Freddie Freeman, and that is a bummer because obviously he's a, a competitor of ours, an Atlanta Brave. But I think right now, Freddie Freeman, the best first baseman in baseball. Uh, again, other names, you know, Anthony Rizzo should be on that list, um, Goldschmidt. But I think for right now, it's Freeman, and I, I think it's relatively handily the best first baseman in the sport. Max Muncie, a name you could throw in there. But for me, I think it's Freddie Freeman pretty handily. Moving on to second base. This one's a little tougher. Uh, I think, you know, the last few years you would say Jose Altuve. Uh, I think he's probably still the answer. We'll go through some of the other names. Um, mostly, I think Altuve the answer just because of the other names on the list. Not as exciting as some other positions. I mean, when we get to the next two positions in the infield, it is a way, way, way tougher call. I mean, third base and shortstop are stacked right now in Major League Baseball. But, you know, after Altuve, you've got Kettle Marte, who's really only done it one year, was a stud last year for Arizona. But... I think you can't put him above Altuve yet. DJ LeMahieu has been a really solid second baseman for a while, and last year at a MVP-ish type season. But still, I think Altuve ahead of him. Ozzy Albies, you mentioned, with the Braves. I think potentially after this season, we could be saying Keston Hura in Milwaukee is the best second baseman in baseball. As he had an amazing second half of the season, a top 10 prospect coming up, and someone who I think is going to bust out big time this year. But I think for right now, cheating and everything a part of it i know it's part of the discussion you have to kind of put that in there but i think still despite that and just where he's at comparatively to the rest of these guys i think jose altuve has to be the guy he has to be the guy who is the number one second baseman in baseball i don't feel great about it again the astros thing makes you worry and you wonder i know there was no record of them cheating last year but it's also Hard to believe that they didn't, but at the same time, you know, there there have been so many internet sleuths and all that who found the examples of trash can banging and this and that, and there hasn't really been anything for 2019, so who knows why that is. Maybe they actually didn't cheat last year, and Jose Altuve was still an awesome player, um, but um, again, I know the cheating thing kind of puts it into question, but I think just based on the other names, I think you still have to give Altuve the nod. So right now, Romuto at catcher, Freeman at first, Altuve at second, Let's move on to third. Now, this is a much, much, much tougher discussion. We do have another Astro in the discussion. I think Alex Bregman has to be in the discussion, even though with the cheating and stuff, you know, again, it really calls into question how great he is. But Bregman 
has just been a stud uh, his entire time in the majors. And if they didn't cheat last year, having his best year last year or so, um, and it's been good on the road and all that type of stuff where they couldn't cheat. So I think Bregman's still in the discussion, but third base is a tough one. You've got Anthony Rendon obviously coming off a, a heroic effort last year and winning the World Series was a, a playoff star. I think that does matter. I think probably the best hitter at the position, just pure bat ability. Um, but defense matters too, and that's why – um, you have to put Matt Chapman in there as well. Chapman, I think, probably the most underrated potentially player in all of baseball. Uh, maybe the best defensive third baseman other than the guy we're about to talk about. Um, and a, a heck of an offensive player, too. Certainly deserves to be in, in the discussion. Josh Donaldson coming off a monster year, a little older, but still had a great year for the Braves. Still a great defensive player. But I think it's still, and even though uh, he didn't have quite as good a year last year as prior, and Rendon and Bregman and Chapman really have a case. I think for me, it's still Nolan Arenado. I think when you put together the offensive ability and the you know best defensive player in the sport ability, along with Chapman, I think they're the two guys who stick out, and, and Arenado's done it for long enough uh, where this is a close one because of the amount of competition at third base, a really stacked position right now in baseball. But for me, it's still Nolan Arenado, still the best third baseman in baseball. Maybe we won't be saying that after the season, whenever the season does happen. Um, it'll be interesting. Maybe we won't say that if he gets traded to another team and isn't in Colorado. Who knows? But right now, I think when you're, you're going to put it all together, the offensive side of things, the defensive side of things, the, the best defensive player at his position along with Chapman and a better bat than Chapman. I'm still going to give the nod to Arenado. Again, it's closer than it's been. I think if we had done this last year, Arenado, the, the runaway favorite as the number one third baseman in baseball this year. I think it's a little bit closer. Again, I think Bregman, Rendon, and Chapman really right on his heels and, and all deserve to be considered for that top spot at their base. But for me, it's still Nolan Arenado, just barely as the best third baseman in the sport. Third base, along with shortstop and right field, probably the three most stacked positions in the sport right now. So that was a tough one to call, but I'm still going to go Arenado. And then rounding out the infield at shortstop, this is another, like I just said, a stacked one, especially, I mean, so much depth, so much young talent here. Um, I think the names that pop out, uh, Trevor Story coming off a career season in Colorado, a really solid defensive player too, has to be near the top of the list. I think Javier Baez has had a couple great seasons in a row, a defensive whiz. Someone else you have to put near the top of the list. Xander Bogarts just continues to be successful in uh, in Boston. Um, someone who needs to be on top of the list, speaking of which I forgot to mention Raphael Devers in the third base list. He's a great, great hitter as well. Not quite the defensive player the other guys are, but a great hitter. Um, and then you also have some young guys like Fernando Tatis Jr. and, and Glebar Torres who have a chance to be the, the future of that position. Um, as both guys who need to be mentioned, uh, and Tatis, I think someone who in a year or two, we could say, oh, that it's that guy. That's the guy. He's the best one as he's already just a stud was the top prospect in baseball at one point, top three prospect for a long time and came up and, and didn't disappoint. So I think Tatis should be in the discussion, but I think when it's all said and done, I think when, if you're looking offensively, defensively all around, I think Francisco Lindor is the best shortstop in baseball. Obviously, the Cleveland Indians star uh, will probably be moving on from the Indians at some point in the future, traded away at some point. The Indians have made it clear they're not going to pay him what he wants, and he's going to deserve one of those monster contracts. Lindor, uh, I think you could argue the best defensive shortstop after Andrews and Simmons. Um, maybe 
at some point soon enough will be the best defensive shortstop in baseball and also just a stud offensively as well. Continues to get better. Um, has way more power than I think anyone ever expected. Um, There's a really tough one. Again, I think Story, Baez, Bogarts, Tatis, Torres all have cases. And I think in the next few years, Torres and Tatis' cases could move forward and get even better. But again, Francisco Lindor, not only is he young, but he's already the best. For me, and again, this is a really tough call. If you wanted to fight me on these, I wouldn't fight you super hard. But for me, when you put it all together, the offensive side of things, the defensive side of things, I think for me, Francisco Lindor, the best shortstop in baseball. So our infield of the best of the best right now at this moment in baseball, your catcher, JT Romuto. How about it? First base, Freddie Freeman. Second base, Jose Altuve. Third baseman, Nolan Arenado. And shortstop Francisco Lindor, again, those last two really tough races. And and if, again, shortstop and third base could change the drop of a dime because there are so many competitive guys in those spots. But for me, I'm going to go Lindor. I'm going to go with Arenado in those two spots. All right, moving to the outfield. Uh, Left field, potentially the easiest decision on the list. Uh, I'm not even kidding. I mean, it just seems like such a a route here um, that the best – Left fielder in baseball is Juan Soto, and uh, that's a bummer because he is a Washington National. Some people, uh, I think Bellinger really a a center fielder more, I would say, than a left fielder. If you want to put Bellinger there, I think you could argue Bellinger above Soto, Um, but I I think he'll probably end up playing more center than left. Um, But if you want to put Bellinger there, I'm I'm fine. It certainly is a way to knock a National off the top spot. We could do that. But, um, I mean, geez, when you think about how young Soto is and how good he is already – um, a really great defensive player, too. Juan Soto for me, again, if you're not going to put Bellinger in left, Juan Soto for me, the best left fielder in baseball. I don't love putting a national there, but it's really, you know, outside of it, again, if you're not going to put Bellinger there, it's a really easy race. I mean, we're talking about Michael Brantley and Tommy Pham and just not a lot of quality left fielders. I mean, McC- a healthy McCutcheon is in the discussion, but Juan Soto, I think, the, the clear winner there. Center field, again, you put Bellinger there, it makes it a little more interesting. And, and again, and we could put Bellinger in left just to knock Soto off the list. But um, if Bellinger is in center, it's a shame for Bellinger because this is another easy decision because he's the best player in baseball. Without a question, in my mind, I know some guys have started to creep up on him and all that. But Mike Trout, still the best player in sport, the best player of a generation, has a chance to go down as one of the greats in the history of baseball. When you look at what he's done through his first um, seasons of his career, um, really unparalleled. Really like Babe Ruth, you know, Barry Bonds type of numbers when you talk about Mike Trout and certainly a defensive stalwart as well. I think that's a pretty easy call whether Bellinger's there or not. Mike Trout is far and away the best center fielder in baseball, the best player in baseball. He has to top that list. So I'll go Trout there. That's an easy one. Right field, no joke, might be the hardest position to pick out of all of them. Harder than third base, harder than shortstop. It's unbelievable. It's the only other time we'll mention a Philly as we talked about. Um, But Obviously, Bryce Harper is in the discussion for me, but you've got Mookie Betts in right field. You've got Christian Yelich in right field. You've got Aaron Judge. You've got Ronald Acuna Jr. And Jr. Acuna has played some center and stuff too, played some left. Um, but And if we want to move Acuna to left just to knock Soto off, listen, I'm down with that. But, but we're going to go with where they're projected to play this year, and that's right field. So um, I think when you look at these guys, Betts, Yelich, Judge, Acuna, Harper, that is a top five that is unassailable. And if I were to rank those five, again, I struggle with this. I'm trying not to let my Harper bias um, 
you know, overcome it, especially when you talk about how great he was defensively, the effort he plays with and all that. But I just don't see how you don't put Christian Yelich in the top spot. Um, was the MVP two years ago. Um, should have been the MVP last year if he didn't get hurt those last three weeks of the season and allowed Bellinger to snake it away from him. But Yelich, just a uh, you know, great defensive player, but offensively has been one of the best, most consistent players in baseball the last few years. Um, and then Acuna, too. I think you argue Acuna and Yelich. And then we're Mookie Betts. I mean, what are we doing here? This is a – and Betts, you know, has played center as well at times, but looks like he'll be the right fielder there in uh, in Los Angeles. So um, if they put Betts in center, then he falls below Trout. Regardless, I'm going to go with Christian Yelich over Betts, over Acuna, over Harper. I think Judge a, a step below those three guys um, – uh, four guys, excuse me, but it's really an amazing four-way race. I mean, Betts, Yelich, Acuna, and Harper, you could argue, are four of the 10 players in the sport, maybe four of the top 20 for sure, no question about it, four of the top 15. So it's a really tough one. I'll go with Yelich. I don't feel awesome about it. Um, it's a really, really close race. And if you want it to be Harper, just because we love Bryce Harper, I'm in for that too, but it's tough to put him above Yelich or Acuna or even Betts. I think Again, those four guys, really, what a position. Right field, the most stacked position in the sport when you look at those four guys at the top of the list and then judge right behind them. Um, a really, really tough call there. Really, really tough. Again, I'll stick with Yelich there, but I don't feel great about it. Certainly from a fantasy perspective, I, I mentioned that before. I think Acuna will probably go above any of these guys. Acuna seems to be the number one pick in the draft based on his uh, power and speed combination. But I think when you put it all together... And Bet's probably the best defensive one of the bunch. That that complicates it as well. For me, I'll go Yelich one, Acuna two, Betts three, Harper four. But again, it, it, any order of those four really makes a lot of sense to me. It is a, a tough, tough call. So our outfield, again, with purposes of certain guys being moved in certain spots, we're going to go with where we think they're going to play the most this year. Juan Soto in left, Mike Trout in center, Christian Yelich in right, but Man, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna, Bryce Harper, Cody Bellinger. I mean, these are all guys who deserve to be on the list of the best of the best. And and if we were talking about, you know, I'd love to take Jose Altuve off the list and put one of those guys in. Those guys are better than Freddie Freeman. You know, I mean, so um, it's tough. And a lot of those guys, you could argue, are better than an Arenado or, or whatever, you know. So it's it's a really tough, tough spot here in right field especially. Um, but I'll go Yelich. I don't feel great about it, but I'll go Yelich. Moving on to pitching and uh, starting pitcher and relief pitcher. We'll start at starting pitcher. This is a tough one because there are so many good options. Garrett Cole obviously is coming off a, a all-time great season. Um, someone who just has been an absolute monster the last two years in Houston. Moving to the New York Yankees gets the biggest contract in the history of pitching. Um, someone who has to be mentioned. Uh, you know, Speaking of Houston, Justin Verlander has to be mentioned. Someone who has been um, so good for so long. And just doesn't seem to be slowing down, just continuously dominant year after year. And, of course, they weren't helping the pitchers out with cheating. That was just for the hitters. So um, from that perspective, you can't ding Verlander too much. You can ding him for his association with the team and with the cheating, but but you can't ding him for the talent. Max Scherzer has just continually been one of the best pitchers in baseball year after year after year, multiple times a young winner. Um I think that's really the the top crew, except for the guy who I'm going to put number one. Um, though I do think Jack Flaherty has a chance this season to kind of take a step into that group. Certainly what he did over the second half of last year deserves to be discussed in that group. 
But I think when it's all said and done, you look at the guy who's won the Cy Young back-to-back years in the National League, I think I mean, it's crazy that, that I would pick him over Cole, over Verlander, over Scherzer, but I think Jacob DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball. Too many NL East guys on this list that are not Phillies, but um, uh, Jacob DeGrom, again, he's a back-to-back Cy Young winner in the National League. He's the guy who, when I watch, and again, we're talking, we're splitting hairs when we're talking about Cole, Verlander, and Scherzer. I think really that top four of DeGrom, Verlander, Cole, and Scherzer in whatever order is somewhat unassailable. Again, I think Flaherty could take a leap. There are guys like Walker Bueller, Mike Clevenger, Patrick Corbin, Aaron Nola in that next group of guys who, you know, are really great, great, great pitchers. But I think that when you look at this list, you look at the guys, for me, when I watch them pitch, and I watch a lot of these guys pitch, as you guys know, if you listen to this show, I have the MLB package that I watch every single night. I got a Phillies on one TV, the package on the other. I watch a lot of baseball, and and to me, DeGrom is the one who just most consistently awes me. The one who, when I watch Jacob DeGrom pitch on a night-to-night basis, I am just like, yep, that guy's the best. And the numbers bear it out. I mean, you look at the the numbers, again, back-to-back Cy Young wins over Scherzer. Uh, when Scherzer has had two great seasons. And Flaherty, again, is a stud. Walker Bueller, a future star. But I think for me, I'm going to have to go with, uh, with Jacob DeGrom. For me, as the best starting pitcher in baseball. And then we move on to the relief pitchers. This one's a little tougher. You got some uh, some names. I think that the look, Araldus Chapman, for the most part over the last few years, has been the top guy um, on a consistent basis, a year-to-year basis. Last year, if we're just looking at what happened last year, I think Kirby Yates probably has to be highest on that list. You get guys like Ryan Presley, who's been a great middle reliever for years now. Um, Liam Hendricks coming off a great year in Oakland. I wouldn't put him in that top group yet, but there's some, some, a lot of names you could put there. But I think for me... When I'm just looking at if I have to to get three outs in a situation where I just need three outs, whether it's the ninth, whether it's the eighth, whether it's the seventh, whatever, I'm going Josh Hader. I think he's the most dominant relief pitcher in baseball, just a unhittable left-handed star who, when you look at the strikeout numbers, it's just insane. For me, it's Hader, and it's close. Again, I think that Kirby Yates and Araldis Chapman both have real cases to be made of course there are other guys as well but for me when I look at who would I most not want to face in a late inning situation if if I'm the Phillies or if I'm whatever it's Josh Hader I think he's the most dominant most difficult to hit guy so and again also versatile you can get out lefties righties you can put him in really in any spot his pitch to middle relief is closed for them um, a former converted starter so I'll go Hater. It's close, but I will go Hater. So, so to break down the team as it stands, catcher JT Romuto. I feel really good about that call. Literally, no question in my mind, he is the top catcher in baseball. First base, Freddie Freeman. Again, that's uh, you could argue a little bit, but I, I think that one pretty unassailable as well. Second base, Jose Altuve is much the uh, result of just not a ton of second basemen that that can challenge him. Again, if it were. The, the third base crop or the shortstop crop, I don't think someone of Altuve's caliber would win that that race. There are multiple guys at those other positions I would take over him. Um, but again, I, th- I think when you look at the list, it has to be Altuve at second. Third was a really tough call. Again, we had Rendon, we had Matt Chapman, Alex Bregman. But for me, I'm still going to go Nolan Arenado. Now, there's a good chance this is last year as the top of that list. I could see other guys passing him. But for right now, when you put together the offensive side, defensive side of things, I think Arenado still... The top third base one on the list. Shortstop was another really tough call. Story, Baez, Bogarts, Tatis, 
Torres, so many guys, but for me, it's Francisco Lindor at the top of that list. Uh, defensively, just an absolute star, and uh, offensively as well, and uh, infectious personality, a smiling all the time, someone you want on your team, but ultimately, just purely baseball-wise, I think, for me, Lindor at the top of that list. Left field, mostly, again, this is the, the biggest runaway because we didn't put Bellinger in there. We didn't put Betts there. Guys who have played there. Acuna has played there. Um, but we're going with where we think they're going to play the most this year. So with that in mind, I think it's Juan Soto. And I hate to say it, but especially at his age, and he's going to be a national for a long time. You don't love that. Center field, a relatively easy call, even though Cody Bellinger, the MVP last year in the American, uh, National League. It's Mike Trout all day, all night, every day. And then right field, again, the toughest call of all, uh, as we mentioned, really five guys, if you include Aaron Judge, but the t- four at the top in my mind with Yelich, Betts, Acuna, and and Harper just – the top four at any position in the league by far. Um, but I give it to Yelich based on the last couple of years, the age, the defense, everything. Um, it's Yelich for me. And then as we just talked about, starting pitcher Jacob DeGrom, your closer is J- Josh Hader. That's a team right there. That's a squad. And, hey, even though there weren't as many Phillies in the discussion, having one guy on that list is still pretty impressive as, um, you know, too many uh, NL East guys otherwise mentioned. But, uh, uh um, I think you feel good about Romito being there. And look, Harper certainly has the ability to be the rest, best right fielder in baseball. I think he has a chance to win the MVP this year whenever they do play, as as we've talked about, age 27 season. So not to underrate Harper, but man, that right field crop is impressive. So um, I hope this was fun for everyone. It was fun for me to go through and, again, take your mind off what's going on right now and focus on what we love and talk about the best of the best in baseball. We'll have a lot more fun and, uh, and Phillies and all kinds of talk next week when we get back. But... Um, until then, uh, I hope we uh, uh, were able to uh, give you a diversion for a little bit today and, and give you a good time and um, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Be careful out there this weekend, you know, just um, uh, social distancing, wash your hands, all that good stuff. And, um, and we'll get through this together. So, uh, again, thank you for listening. And until next week, thank you for listening to Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.